0: This is the sound of silence. (laughs) Okay. We're back. Woo! Welcome to Side by Side, a podcast where myself and André... Talk about how we run ba 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 side projects. Why working for a big company? For the people who are listening <laughs> to this for the first time, yeah. who are you and why should they keep listening? What do you who have I, to say? Who am I?
1: Uh, okay, so I'm Andre. I'm a dude from Slovakia working out in Austin, Texas for IBM. Uh, IBM design, that's the important part, okay? IBM design, that's a cool part of IBM. Uh, I do UX uh, and yeah i guess that's me right now uh what about you sammy tell us something real quick don't tell us that you are ceo of five companies because i'm gonna sound like (laughs) shit. (laughs) (laughs) not
0: quite five companies yet but i'm working on it so yeah i'm also a user experience designer here in germany for ibm uh and yeah on the side i'm still working as a ceo of a small software startup i co-founded in 2016 and it's me and two software developers, and I would say we produce cool stuff on the net. So yeah, Andre, what's up with your life? Hey man,
1: what's up, what's up? Uh, everything's going pretty much well. I didn't have so much time for any side projects because my side project right now is a trip to Mexico, which I'm gonna do at the end of April. Oh nice, tell me volcano. more about it. So yeah. it's like, a, it's a freaking epic thing. Uh, the volcano is called Pico de Orizaba, and it has 18k feet so it's super super high it's like 5.5 uh thousand meters about the sea level and i've never been so high in my life so i don't know how is it gonna work but what we know there is a hut in the middle of the mountain we call it pizza hut so we are all the time joking we're gonna climb to pizza hut <laughs> and then from there we're gonna hike seven hours to the top of a hill yeah it's gonna be crazy but my friend he's really experienced so it's gonna be okay and it's so funny because okay. we met randomly in austin he's from the same town and he likes climbing. And after three hours uh, talking about stuff, he was like, "Dude, do you want to do this with me?" I'm like, "Sure."
0: Awesome. <laughs>
1: so I'm excited about Sounds that. Great. Yeah. You were going so up like in the two... in the
0: morning, like to see the sunrise.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the point. That's the point. Because uh... you have to like wake up like two in the morning, mm-hmm. or or actually maybe even at midnight, and go up. Um, so you come in a good time up the hill. Okay. And then you have to hike again like five hours down. So uh, it's gonna be adventure. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> and I don't jealous know what right I'm, now. It, like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, you could join us if you're here. Yeah, but if uh, I would yeah. So this this took most of my time planning, you know getting the gear, the, the clothes and, and all the stuff, reading all the guy like guidelines about how to get there, how not to get robbed by Mexicans, how not to trust the police in Mexico and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. crazy. It's even written, there is a book written about how to not bribe, but how not to give any money to police, how to like avoid speaking English. You should not talk in English with them. Pretend you are an European guy, so we're gonna speak Slovak with my friend if they stop us. Do not give them original documents, just give them father copies. So it's fucking nuts. <laughs> okay. But yeah. So that's why I, this took all my time. So but yeah. But I know you you were traveling too, man. Like what's up with you? You yeah. went to Bali, right?
0: Yeah, I was I just came back like yesterday. Uh so yeah, I was oh. uh traveling for one week around Malaysia visiting a friend who's uh-huh. studying there since one and a half years. And we made a great trip Ooh. from one side of, to the other side of the, of the country. So I went to yeah. uh, Kuala Lumpur. Uh, that's where I landed. And yes. then we went to Penang, which is a, like a city mm-hmm. on an island. Really beautiful there. Uh, okay. We stayed there for a couple of days. Uh, had a great time there. Uh, did a little bit of partying because a lot of bad backpackers are there. Um, and then I traveled to the other side of the country to Kuantan, where he's studying mm-hmm. and then we went up to a small island uh i forgot the name right now shit but it was really beautiful <laughs> it looked like a caribbean island there not a lot of people okay. only like a couple of ferries going back and forth yeah after that i yeah, like, but... after that trip to malaysia i went to uh-huh. bali for like two weeks um and i stayed there in Chenggu, which is that digital nomad and solo entrepreneur hop around the world. I think you <laughs> Whoa, don't. Okay. Yeah, I think you don't find like I don't even know more people. Like the, yeah. it's it's really amazing how many like m- smart people you meet there, and like everyone is working on their own project and stuff, and have so, so much. Why things do they going all on. meet there? Uh, because of the weather and like it is okay. it is really beautiful there on Bali. Cheap. And you mm-hmm. can live really cheap. Like, you ha- okay. can have, like, if you get a salary from the U.S. or outside of, like, Indonesia, ah, you can live there like okay. a king. And, nice. like, everything nice. is so nice. hip there.
1: Nice, nice. Tell me, how did you learn about this? Like, why did you pick Bali or anything? guess I I know I get it that you tell me this is a hub for people like you. But, uh, I mean, it's like you, you just went to Booking.com and you chose a place to go or... I mean, you know, it's for me, it would be like, how should I go there?
0: Yeah, I'm within a community of, like, digital nomads, um, and they're uh, called Outside, and they have co-living, yeah. co-working locations all around the world, uh. and there it is where uh, I also saw that they recently launched a location in Canggu, Bali and um, they had a really great deal there for the opening like book one week in april and you get the second week free that's a
1: deal man yeah that that's was so cool <laughs> that was
0: I, it was so nice. cheap for me to stay there that it was literally uh-huh. a no-brainer so yeah right that's how i found out about it. and like the location there is really beautiful like awesome stuff uh staff there who is um helping yeah. you with everything and stuff the the house manager cool. organizes you a scooter and like a sim card and everything and like you're really pretty much set then after the first day okay. of arrival
1: right so is there i mean do you have all the photos on instagram or did you do like some uh, i posted a lot of star- like stories
0: place? so that's that's also maybe we okay. can speak about like i I experienced that I stopped posting on Instagram like on my profile since stories became so big and everything is like and I have the same feeling like if I scroll through my newsfeed on Instagram it is everything from pages like all like like profiles are not Mm -hmm. from uh, private people like my friends who post stuff Uh anymore it's like it's all like some companies i follow who post stuff on instagram okay. and like i have to feel you follow
1: companies I mean, on instagram just get rid of them
0: <laughs> no it's not like companies it's like it's like those this one drone artist guy who has a profile or this um, designer i follow okay. people like this but not like um so i feel like the all the personal stuff is happening within the stories mm. right now I th- and i'm curious right. if this is like a general thing or only a thing i'm experiencing How's it for um, you?
1: It's similar here. I mean also the like the experience of just like tapping, uh, it's so much quicker than scrolling and like looking through all those yeah. images. So I, really, I I I don't really like social media too much, but I mean I'm kinda of using Insta stories lately um, to tell my like story about the trip to Mexico. So yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you. But this is cool. So for our listeners, you use uh, outside.com. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not not to, dot com,
0: it's outside.co oh and outside like <laughs> website, not like outside w- with a T. So, uh, yeah. So it would be just easier if you domain. spell it. <laughs> it's out, S I T E dot C O. Nice, nice. That's okay, website. So it's the
1: same company we have used in, in Hawaii. In Hawaii, uh, yeah. When we were surfing there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, that's a cool yeah. thing. I was also thinking about joining as a member because I think it's a sweet deal um yeah yeah
0: you only get like if you you only get this deal i was speaking about if you are a member if you pay like i think they moved it up because like it was only 99 bucks for the first 100 people i think now it's up to 130 for one year and you get all those special deals mm -hmm. then um which can make uh if you use it on a frequent basis it makes all the difference like it pays for itself and you get a nomad list membership too
1: right 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 and i mean we can re- real quick talk about this uh, remote work, I think, or like traveling around. Sometimes, you know, when I don't have a people to travel, let's say here in USA, I was like, oh damn, I don't really want to travel and work from the hotel. It feels kind of weird. You know, I don't really want to do stuff on my own, you know, alone and stuff like that. But then you told me, hey, why don't you use outside? I mean, you're going to find people who are like you anywhere in the world. So that's kind of cool. I started looking at around the you know, on the map, around the world, like, where is outside, so I could just, like, go to, let's say, Portugal, like, join their outside place in Lisboa, uh, and, like, work from there, so I'm gonna meet, like, nice people there, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, So totally. Like, cool. when I was in Bali, there were, like, on a frequent basis, it was an average, like, six people in the house, and we even had, like, a family-style breakfast, and uh, on each Friday, and so you met all those people, uh, and, yeah, it's, like, Everyone is kind of the same, but different. You know what I mean? Right.
1: Um, right. Yeah. Right, right. You so, mean a lot of people? Yeah. Cool. Um, so, we talked a lot about your trip to Bali, like why you went there. Uh, did you have a chance to work on your project from there? Because, like, uh, we are actually using your, your company's project, Lido, uh, to, to record this podcast. <laughs> uh, so, did you work on Lido from there or?
0: yeah so I usually do just those trips and I did this one too with the intention to get work done um, because uh, as running side projects while working for a big company is like can be really exhausting um, in if you're right. like do your side projects in your spare time while you're working. So I took vacation for making a trip like this and yeah
1: wait 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 so you took vacation. To work on your side projects. Yeah. <laughs> Abroad. So you like pull the flight or you buy the flight tickets. Uh, you have, we are paying for your accommodation and you're taking vacation to work in a side project. That, that's dedication, man. Awesome. Yeah, because
0: (laughs) like if you do it like this, like you go to places like this, like Bali or all the other places, Uh Uh, they have Puerto Rico, they have Hawaii. Like if you go there in these co-living, co-working spaces, you can actually enjoy nature and have like a regular vacation and like can travel around and see stuff. Right. but still can right. focus if you need it on your side projects and that's what i do like that's my lot little yeah. productivity hack like i have i don't have like this regular basis where i work on stuff i would say i have these peaks where things is happening and one of those peaks was my trip to bali now where i got a lot of stuff done
1: nice 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 uh you said you did a lot of stuff so <laughs> something you want to talk about
0: yeah, so uh, for LITO, um, I uh, started working on the user experience design and the UI design for uh, the screen sharing feature that's coming up, um, which was highly requested by our uh, early users and also we as our own users experience that we still had to go to other tools to use that feature. And it has its challenges with our concept because we have, cha- we have channels in LITO. And so it's not like you have to understand as a user that you are sharing your screen only with the channel and not the whole team. So okay. that's kind of a channel there, uh, challenge there.
1: So. Right, 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 right. So you're gonna share with the channel, and I, I guess, I guess, can you guys or can I as a user decide whatever I want to share? Like whether I want to share like an app or I want to share my whole desktop or is it MVP like share everything?
0: This this is the thing, like we have to stage it. In the beginning, it will be only like your whole display. Like there's no way and it's not valuable like that we hide that feature until we got everything like every other application has. Like it will be share your whole screen and only one person at a time and only one channel and that's it for the beginning.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense to have one person sharing for the whole channel. Uh, but yeah, if <laughs> from my experience, so many people share their whole desktop in front of huge audiences. they forget to turn off their notifications, and things can get very embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, but yeah,
0: since guess, Lito yeah. is not built like for huge audiences, it's like it's more yeah. within your team. It should be fine for the beginning. like
1: yeah, totally. you have to start somewhere. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Yeah, yep. MVP. So yeah, I'm totally with that. Cool that sounds like an exciting thing uh how did you what was the process of designing that
0: uh basically like starting with some wireframes for it like i didn't Uh do like a huge design process on that because if you work on those small little projects on the side you cannot afford to do all the big work like you just look at other applications get some inspirations how they do it and then you think about the best possible way to get the first hi-fi design as quickly as possible out the door so your developers Mm -hmm. can see it have a look at it and like give feedback actually i got really good feedback from one of my developers when he was looking at the stuff like Mm -hmm. actually pointing me to that okay we need an indicator that you only share this with your channel and that you are, if you mm-hmm. leave the channel, that there's something which tells you, oh, that will stop the screen sharing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because okay. you move out of the channel, and so yeah, that's something I have still to iterate on and build into my my design. But it's actually already out the door in hi-fi design, um, so that mm-hmm. my developer can start like coding it and using it, and like using it mm-hmm. for his his kind of prototype, his technical feasibility prototype. He's currently doing
1: right 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 so you gave him some kind of like a direction that he should use yeah when yeah. he's building a prototype yeah did you do an envision or it was mostly like sketch
0: um it um, was done or... in sketch uh and it was done with uh, we use saplin for uploading the screens and there right. you just right, right. like you name them in a sequence and it was like five six mm-hmm. screens i only because it's not a lot you have to design it's like showing how sure. to turn on how to tr- Uh, turn off and then the other users view like you have to show two views like what is the view for the one who's sharing and what is the view for the other one who is seeing what someone shares and that's what i what i showed him with different states of buttons and stuff like that and Uh that helped him
1: yeah that's that's kind of cool i would be interested to see later on how is it implemented like is it you know is it like a box on the Lido page or is it going full screen or stuff like this? But we, we can t- show me this later after yeah. the podcast, but this was pretty cool, man. Oh, what else did you work on?
0: So, yeah, one thing I did on Bali was like refining our logo for the podcast, giving it the new Ooh. name and like setting up the distribution of the podcast, like uploading it to Transistor.fm from Justin Jackson and John Burda and... Yeah, then releasing it and putting it on iTunes. And I reached out to Spotify, got no response yet. So, Spotify, if you hear that, <laughs> please respond. We Whoa. want to be on Spotify. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. Should I cancel my Spotify? I have a Spotify family. I can kill mm, them if yeah, they don't
0: want us Yeah, there. cancel the whole family thing. <laughs> oh my God.
1: Your family thanks That's you for nasty, that. Nasty. probably. Yeah. Why would they do that to us? Yeah,
0: because okay. uh, the hosting company we're using, unfortunately, mm-hmm. they are the tri- not yet. The transistor. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. like a really early stage startup, and we really like to. Okay. I like to support them because Justin Jackson is a nice guy, um, and it's really amazing what they built. Like, it will be probably a really solid podcast hosting platform in the future, mm-hmm. um, cool. and they have no let like a contract or something with uh, Spotify yet.
1: Spotify, right? Yeah. Well, whatever. We, whatever. Can, we can live without Spotify. Yeah, we can live. For we have a time. really <laughs> nice
0: website from Transistor, like, easily set up. Like, it was yeah. really easy to set yeah, yeah. this up. Stuff. So that
1: was interesting. When you posted uh, on your Facebook the the link to the itunes like hey people listen mm. to spotify i realized not many people i mean itunes is so it's so clunky right like you have to it's gonna open your itunes it's gonna it's just it's like annoying way how you get it because it opens the website and it tells you you have to go to your app blah 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 it's just so so much yes yeah. time but when we posted the link to transit it was like bam immediately you can listen, you can to, listen it, yeah. to it yeah yeah i, I didn't like that's the experience you want to have yeah
0: I don't yeah. like the experience like that's a, something also it's a really old UI like the style of it to, from the yeah. iTunes website it's still the old mm-hmm. apple style from like iOS 4 or something right so right. lot of yep. room to improve there apple um it yep. is <laughs> like <laughs> you should be able to like listen to this stuff or like see a preview of it like immediately in your browser not opening iTunes That's what I'm looking for. But I found something other really interesting and I didn't thought about it. Like I waited until Mm -hmm. our podcast was on Apple iTunes until I posted about it. And then I posted about it. And then you, in your post, um, saw that it was actually necessary to also post the website because people are might not using apple products and then they are not able exactly. to exactly
1: yeah talk it about the users iTunes. like my yeah m- my parents would ne- i they don't even know what is probably like macbook and stuff like yeah that, or itunes so <laughs> and other people
0: yeah. reached out to me too and like were man i'm not using an iphone how can i listen to it i'm on android and i yep. was like
1: ah yep. fuck
0: yeah shit <laughs> you should like yeah really like yep. always put something which is accessible for everyone not only itunes yep. so i was so stoked yep, about everybody. that we are on itunes that i like basically mm-hmm. forgot the other half of the people
1: <laughs> yeah i guess your point of being on itunes was to have people to subscribe right mm-hmm. um so they can listen to our episodes in the future so that's why you're like hey everyone get in it itunes but yeah it doesn't really make yeah so much sense if we don't have users using itunes right yeah yeah
0: it's it's like (laughs) but it's also the biggest distribution channels for podcasts still um yeah but yeah there is like this burden you forget about half of the people who don't have an iphone and don't use like a mac or not used to using itunes they probably not download itunes for your podcast
1: yeah yeah So, so we can talk about one thing since we are already talking about how we started Mm -hmm. the podcast on itunes and transistor um we could also talk about how we do this Uh, i mean we are just starting out and we can help because i had some people asking the world like hey guys how did you start this this is kind of cool like do you want to talk about it like what kind of tools we use or what we used before i know this is just our second episode but it could be Mm. interesting for some people
0: yeah you you can speak about that just talk to it (laughs) you did a good job right now (laughs) right
1: (laughs) okay (laughs) So when we started the the first episode, we used a GarageBand. Uh, Sammy has like a pretty uh, cool microphone, and he hooked it up at home. It worked cool for him, but because uh, I didn't have time, I just I just used the Apple. What are these guys? the The Apple standard iPhone earphones or headphones or what are those? Um, And we used the GarageBand and we had some problems of echoes and it was weird because it used my computer to record sounds and we, I don't know, like the first one wasn't so good. So this time we're using Audacity and I hope it's going to be better so we can directly see if we are peaking at some points. What that means is that we, let's say if I say something super loud, it's going to go over the limit of a microphone, it's going to clip so we can see the levels, that's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah we're just gonna probably use all to put it all together so it's not such a big deal um
0: yeah it's actually it's an open source software everyone can download it and like what i would recommend everyone who wants to start a podcast just get your first recording together as fast as possible and just start talking you can cut later so yeah the thing is always like maybe that's a thing we can also talk about like People who are always asking how I'm managing to do all those side projects and probably for you too, they are like, man, how do you find that time to do that thing? And I don't have time. And I (laughs) always say like, man, that's bullshit. That's basically bullshit. Because if you want to do this, then it's a matter of priority. Everyone has 24 hours in their day. And often it is people not starting stuff so with this podcast we said like let's just fucking do it let's do it (laughs) yeah let's do it let's see how it goes yeah and just see how it goes like you can apologize later if you fuck up but you probably will not like with a podcast there is you just put it out there and if no one listens to it and that's fine. No one listened to it. Yeah. You do the next thing. If still not, somewhere in the future or you, somebody like hates you after that or whatever feeling you think you might have after someone listened to it, you can delete it still. Yeah. So
1: Right, right. And I think in this case, when we decided was to start this podcast, what really helped was that Sammy was redriving really this. Like, oh yeah, we got to really start doing the podcast and we scheduled a time in our calendar and we started doing this. Uh, I think it really helps when you do side projects. Do you have other people who sometimes push you or motivate you to do stuff? Uh, Because in in my case, for example, I might have like five, six side projects open at the moment, but I am not really working on them because I don't see the urge to do it. Like I'm writing three blogs at the same time. I have them mostly finished, but I sometimes don't really want to find any time. I'm just like, I don't really care. Like I don't really want to find time work on it it's not really high on my priority list but as soon as i have somebody else involved in it like hey i'm working on this podcast with sammy and sammy's waiting for me to do it then i'm really committed so
0: yeah you feel bad you feel bad like you,
1: right right <laughs> i don't want to let you down man yeah uh so um yeah
0: it's like it's a matter of holding someone who holds you accountable and that's one advice i would give yeah. everyone who wants to do side projects or start a side project find that out of you and like find that person who holds you accountable and set up like fixed dates mm-hmm. like make it like almost going to a sports club like for soccer or something like you have every friday you have your you get together with your team and you train for that tournament that is coming up on the weekend and like make that thing with the other you who is holding you accountable for things with your side projects set fixed dates said okay we're gonna do this on this day and then you agree both on it and then there's no way around it and then you get things done
1: yeah because it exactly because like when you work on your own projects you do wireframes you do sketches like this is the best thing i've ever done and then after two weeks like you look left and they're like, oh, yeah, there's something else. So you start working on yeah. the second thing. You work on third thing, fourth and fifth. And then you're like, oh, man, I should finish them. But you don't want to because there's a second, like another thing which comes up. And there is nobody else telling you, like, hey, focus on this one. or you really want to finish this one. So uh, sometimes I'm, I'm really like, I'm excited about stuff. Then I'm not and I stop working on it. So, uh, But maybe that's okay. You just like find the things which you want to work on and you just ditch the other things. But it's a pity when you don't finish stuff and you leave it like 70% done. So Yeah,
0: it really really comes down to that your attention is like focused on one thing because there is this other person who is might upset if you don't invest time in it. And you see also the Mm -hmm. other person investing time in it that also helps you to motivate you. And like in terms of, oh shit, this person did like half an hour work for that. I should probably do the same. And then you immediately (laughs) find those time frames in your yep. day where you can put that effort in if yeah. that's a thing for you so it's always a middle of priority
1: yeah right right that makes me think that maybe next time i'm writing a blog i should just team up with somebody else and like divide the work i like ask them for some parts for the blog uh I, like co-write a blog together because uh, then like you have somebody else pushing you and yeah that might work actually i, I should do it
0: oh that's that's a good idea like really like i'm really thinking about like maybe you like set like fixed dates where you deliver something you can do it like this um you set fixed dates where you send someone something for review like we did with our blog posts we always give us like if andre writes something he sends it over to me and i provide him feedback before he releases it even really early in the writing process um I should Mm -hmm. probably start doing the same, but I've not written that much uh, in the last couple of months. So um, that's maybe a thing where you can find the same kind of um, behavior. So uh, set fixed dates for sending something for review and getting feedback.
1: Yeah. Like, do you remember the Porsche blog post which I was writing about, Mm -hmm. like how UX designers are not so good in promoting themselves? Yeah. Uh, When when do I get the next draft? When I wrote it, yeah, that's the thing, right? <laughs> so when I brought it, I was like, ah, it feels kind of, I mean, maybe not on point. Maybe it's not so good. I wasn't sure, but I was like, I'll send it to Sammy and see how it goes. He destroyed it. He was like, man, this is <laughs> horrible. Like, I mean, some parts were like, I was excited about it. Then you blew it up in so many parts. Like you have to make it better. I was like, man, thank you for telling me that because I felt the same way when I was writing it. And I wanted to finish it, but <laughs> I didn't have any time for it. So it's like, it's still in that state. It's like all messy yeah. and it's not good anymore. So maybe what I should do is like take your feedback, which you put there and let you contribute to the article with your own thoughts. So it's a mix of my thoughts with your thoughts mm. and, and yeah, maybe. really sit together.
0: That, um, that could also that be, be a yeah.
1: quicker way. Yeah. Because you have your opinion on this too. Uh, so it could work out Yeah, better.
0: Yeah, I also say, like, giving feedback on articles can also slow you down and, like, um, make, like, because it's only my opinion on your article.
1: Yeah, I was saying that if you get feedback from too many people, it's really slowing you down. It was slowing me down, at least, because the first article which I had about how not to go insane when your epic project is killed, I gave it to, like, five people to read it. Everybody gave me different opinions. And I was, like, I was just feeling lost. Like, hey, how should I Which should I take which not and then people are adding more and more so I was like oh it's not mine anymore it's like written by a bunch of other people so I was like I have to slow down and and like keep my thoughts inside of it uh and ask only a couple of people to give me feedback not like too many
0: yeah totally see that okay <laughs> so yeah I think we recorded enough wow. for today Andre <laughs> How do you feel?
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, this was a good conversation. I really liked how we got organically into uh, the the part where we talked about how we started, how we work on side projects. That it's so much cooler to have people to work with. Uh, even though you were in Bali, you were still in touch with your developers that you didn't bail on them because they were like, I'm on a beach and I'm not going to work. You're like, yeah. um, <laughs> I can still work from here. And and you know, I guess that helped you to uh, you know, having people in Germany waiting for your work helped you to be motivated to work because if it was just you working on your own project, you'll be just like chilling on the beach. Like, nah, I can do it tomorrow. Like there is no stress, but uh, yeah. working with other people definitely helps. So, yeah, you know. That. And
0: I was, I was also doing this. Like I took the time. When I needed it, I took it. But I always knew, okay, I have to deliver this by then. And then I got productive. And also it was the setting with the people around me. Like everyone is so productive there that you, it's hard for you to be not productive. Like people getting up at like 4.30 in the morning to do like meditation and stuff and then get like really m- early morning work done, like really productive. They get together like just to sit right next to other people who are working to motivate them and so that was right like a really good spirit to get stuff done and a really nice environment for you
1: nice 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 so what you're saying is like doing home office all the time being alone at home it's not really the way how you can get stuff done
0: that's why people go to cafes and like uh work from there because they want to be surrounded by other people
1: Sure, sure. And in you know, in Austin, you have so many of these like uh, co working spaces, right? Yeah. Uh, not really where you go and sleep. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's more like for working, yeah. like we work and stuff like that. So, I totally get that point. Um, cool. Awesome. Well, this was a cool session. Uh, thanks, Sammy. Yeah, um, really enjoyed talking um, to you I again. Where it went, and it kind of opened my mind. It's like, hey, if I redo side projects, I have to get some other people involved in it. Because sometimes you're like, ah, I can wing it. I, c- I can do it on my own. I can I can do everything easy i don't yeah. want to share the ideas with other people uh i, I want to firstly my own but um there it's a good feeling involve other people Definitely.
0: yeah yeah really so it's, it also yeah. triggered for yeah. me like i will send you an article after we stop the recording mm. immediately where i want your feedback on because like <laughs> i'm writing this uh, in a uh, silo and I, need, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know yeah, you have yeah, a lot yeah. on your let's, plate let's but do this yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I'm. I have to get ready for the trip to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do I hiking. So, but like, yeah, but I can, just I can if find, you find some
0: spare time. Like, breathe through yeah. it. Good. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. So, Andre, where can the people find you on the internet?
1: Yeah. So lately, I've been most active on Instagram. Uh, and you just find me there under my handle, O N D R E J H O M O L A. So you can write me there about work stuff, about side projects, about anything, trip to Mexico, uh, Austin, cars, Miadas, whatever. Don't worry. (laughs) Okay. Or working at IBM, I'm I'm open to talk about things. (laughs) What about you, Sammy? You are everywhere with the same handle, which is good.
0: Yeah, I'm everywhere with the same handle, which is my first name, S-A-M-M-Y, and then my last name, S-C-H-U-C-K-E-R-T. So Sammy Mm Schuckert. Um and yeah, probably you find me or can reach me best on Twitter, I would say. That's where I'm most active. Okay, cool. And if That's you want good. to see cool stuff from my trips, like follow my Instagram story. That's where I put my like, my life, basically. Woo. Awesome. So uh we really appreciate it if you listened all the way to the end again and we would like to hear your feedback. So, tweet at us, write us on Instagram. Um, yeah, just let us know what you think about the episode and thanks to the people that reached out to us after listening to the last episode, which was our first and initial one. So really, really, really appreciate that and like thank you for for listening to and your feedback is really helpful and it also cheers us up to like keep this thing going and like get momentum for recording another episode so thanks
1: all right thank you guys
0: yeah thank you and in general uh if you would leave us a five-star review on apple itunes that would be amazing because that's where people cover the podcast it's one of the biggest channels so if you enjoyed listening to this please give us a five-star review and your honest comment uh in the review section of itunes thanks
1: yeah if you want to give us like a mediocre three-star review then please reach out to us before you do that cause we want to talk with you like what we could do better next time and then we want we would try to make it better yeah don't give us bad reviews because we are starting right now it's yeah. not fair no Just one likes bad reviews. Mm. Mm-mm. I, Mm-mm. I probably i like could feedback not, but yeah. not bad reviews mm-hmm
0: yeah that's a good thing. Sammy wouldn't sleep you know yeah i would Semi probably have nightmares about, about this me. like three stars think yeah. about that ooh, yeah two are missing yeah. three stars ooh. is like it's like
1: five out of ten yeah Nothing that's special. like ooh,
0: giving me goosebumps right now lame, okay
1: lame, lame lame german and Slovakian.
0: we should now stop the recording oh my Ding. god i'm gonna is it is it record Blah. is it a record thing did you stop